What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody tonight. Episode 93, getting close to that 100 mark. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Hasn't been hasn't been too hot, man. Um, I haven't had to really put on the AC much lately, but I feel like I feel like I can, but just hasn't been that hot. So I'm hoping it kind of stays like this, even though I know we got we got July coming up around the corner. So. <laughs> Nice and comfortable so far. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get too hot in July. <laughs> it, it it will. It will eventually. It always does. I might have to get a bigger AC, man. I don't know. <laughs> so I like it cold, cold. So like yeah. you know, you, like you know, you go to the hotel. The first thing I do is hit the hit the uh, that AC on. Oh, I'm, I'm the same way. Into it, man. Not too much in the NFL going on. I mean. The uh, Deshaun Watson cases heated up last week. This week they cooled down. Twenty of the twenty-four uh, cases settled. I'm interested to see what happens with these last four, man. Yeah, my guess is they'll they'll probably end up settling too. Um, I, I don't think that that has any effect on the NFL. I think the NFL is already, you know, they got their inside. They know it. I think they know what they're gonna do. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think any, I don't think any of these cases will change that, but. Um, yeah, I just want to see kind of where it lands and, and, and what happens. And I think, you know, obviously Baker is not showing up to OTAs. And I, I would expect that they'd like to hold on to him until they know what's going on with Watson. But um, I think they should probably look to, to get get him on the move here shortly as well. Yeah, I mean, now that now that these cases are settling, I wonder how much uh, if it's going to affect them getting a suspension at all. He'll he'll get some he'll get something. I mean, just having this many charges against him. I know they've settled and and nothing criminally has come up, but there's still that that what do they call it? The uh, uh, I forget the name of that the the term that they use. Basically, oh, and, no, and no, it's like the behavior, the behavioral thing in, oh, okay. in, the, in the NFL. That's like, hey, we know you didn't get charged criminally, but clearly something was going on. So I wonder how much these cases. Settling for I'm hearing uh I'm hearing around a hundred grand each for each of the people so the ones that are settled that's what I'm hearing but I wonder how much uh these last four are going to yeah. settle for if they're trying to get more money so yeah I, I don't know if they're trying to get more money or or what but yeah they're they're you know they're holding out for something so yeah it'd be interesting to see how that that all plays out yeah that's the, the main thing is that there's no criminal charges so I mean you kind of can't you can't really you know. I mean, obviously, you know, if, if what what he did was uh, true, you know, you obviously don't condone that. But yeah, I wish there was more facts out about um, what was going on. Despite you know, despite what we heard, it does sound bad for for them to for it to be no criminal charges seems kind of suspect. So yeah, no, for sure. Um, the uh, the policy is the, it's the personal conduct policy. Oh, okay. And yeah, the league so. is the league is looking to hopefully suspend him for at least a year, but. It's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, players will appeal at and then, you know, they'll go to court with the NFL just like Tom Brady did before. So mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yep. Because I'm hearing uh, that um, looks like uh, Carolina might get a uh, boy Baker, man. Yeah, I don't think that would be a bad fit for him, to be honest. Um, you know, he's got some 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 weapons there already that he can, uh, he can go on uh, and he's got to, you know, just maybe just a fresh start, you know, sometimes that's what these guys need. Yep. We got a run game with a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only thing that was holding him back was the quarterback. So, yep. Interesting to see if he can live up to the potential and then interesting to see if, uh, he, uh, tanks out and, uh, does terrible. <laughs> Cause then now he's going to get the bust. The bust uh, tag attached to his name uh, if he doesn't do well. Even though he hasn't had the greatest uh, season in Cleveland, but like years in Cleveland, but um, people are expecting a lot from him, you know, being our first pick in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, your boy Gronk, man, finally hanging it up. Says he's not uh, not coming back. 
I don't know if I believe it yet, man. I think he might come back like midseason or something. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. He he just doesn't want to go to to OTAs and and training camp. Yeah, I think see, he wants to see how things are rolling and then uh, and then put, potentially jump in there halfway through the season. Yeah, then leave leave them. Whoever's going into the playoffs, if they're going into the playoffs, he hops in. If he doesn't, if they don't, then he just sits out. Exactly. I mean, he's 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 not he's got enough rings. I mean, well, you can never have enough rings, but it's not really any incentive for him to come back um, outside of money. But I feel like he can get what NFL's teams, or what NFL teams will be paying him if he went to like you know some kind of uh, broadcasting or uh, something else, just because he has the personality and people like watching him. Yeah, he he's he's fun to watch. You know, he brings uh kind of like a uh, a fun fun aspect to the game. Um, you know, he even got he seemed to get Tom Brady to loosen up a little bit. But you know, I like you said, he, you know, he's taken a beating. He's got the rings. He's got the Hall of Fame locked up. I mean, what mm-hmm. else? What else does this guy need to do? Yeah, I mean, he'll probably go down as arguably one of the best tight ends. So absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's the only thing. If he goes, he might want to come back just to pad his stats. But I mean, pretty much every he's he's pretty much locked in at that top tight end position. Um, outside of like Tony Gonzalez, you know, some guys like Shannon Sharp and um, Antonio Gates. I think who else was up there? Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, said him from like the uh, older school. I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, obviously, these new guys would would obviously get in like uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, and uh. I don't know if Kittle will get in, but uh, he's still young. I don't think he has, yeah, I don't know if he has the stats to to get in though. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it will. And then on to the NBA. I know you're hurting, man. The Warriors uh finished off the Celtics. I mean, uh, how are you feeling, man, after the series? Um, kind of a, a mixed mixed feelings. You know, I, I think that uh, I think they took a, a big step this year. I think they showed that they can they can get to that you know the apex. Now they just got to figure out how they can can finish it off. So it it was good to get there. I thought they you know after after game three, I thought they had a good opportunity even halfway three quarters of the way through game four. You know, looking at a potential three one uh, lead, and uh, just never recovered from that fourth quarter. I, I don't think. Um, you know, kind of played like junk in in uh, in uh, at Golden State, and then came back and uh, after you know getting off to a really hot start in, in uh, Game Six, they just lost it, and and they they definitely uh, were the the mentally uh, weaker team. You know, Tatum's twenty four, Brown's twenty five, uh, Smart's twenty eight. So they got a young team and and a lot of promise, and and I think they have an ownership and coaching staff that. We'll do whatever they can to 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 push them over over the edge. So that's that's the promising part. Again, just the the immediate I guess pain is that they they had the chance and they they couldn't uh, they couldn't pull through. Yeah, I mean this this is probably one of the learning lessons. Young team, first time there. Uh, I don't think they I don't think they ever had anybody that was in the uh, NBA Finals on the team outside of the, outside of the, uh, your head coach. But def, definitely something to learn from. I mean, I felt like you guys were super hot in the playoffs and you kind of cooled off in the finals. You know, Tatum struggled a little bit. They were giving them some different looks. I, I honestly think you still need a point guard. I would love to see you guys get a point guard and then not necessarily a scoring point guard, but somebody that can uh, keep the ball out of Tatum and Brown's hands sometimes to initiate some offense, give uh, Tatum and Brown some easier ways to score, and then um, work on that bench and some more scoring. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Marcus Smart go to the bench, coming off the bench, you know, as your sixth man. Mm-hmm. And then um, I wouldn't mind. I know you mentioned uh, trying to get Bradley Beal, but <laughs> I, st- I still think I still think you need a point guard, man, to set these guys up to give them some easy. And then, uh, then I feel like if you you guys can uh, leave uh, Robert Williams at the five, and then kind of go like a smaller lineup, put Tatum at the four. And then, uh, you know, guess whoever, let's say you get another small forward score and then the point guard. But the main thing is uh, definitely getting you guys some uh, playmakers off the bench or yeah. another playmaker. That's the main thing for you guys. And then uh, just work on that bench. And then uh, I, I think you need a point guard, man. I don't want to say, obviously, like Chris Paul, but somebody like a Rondo that can, um, they don't really have to score too much, but, you know, they can uh, take some of the ball, ball, handling, ball, handle, ball handling duties off of Tatum and Brown, but so they can uh, maybe run some pick and rolls, initiate some offense with these guys, get, help them get some easier buckets. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think I don't I don't think it's top of the list getting a point guard. I think Smart can handle it. You obviously saw that it can be a detriment at times. I think that he forces things when they start to panic a little bit. Uh, But I think that. Yeah, having having a point guard there to kind of calm everyone down is is a is a good thing. Um, but that I think you can you can get someone on the bench side that can that can do it. Um, they definitely do need to improve their bench. It was awful, and in the finals uh, especially, it was it was it was decent. I think throughout the year uh, they were able to get Brown and Tatum some rest, and, and it just didn't happen in the, in the especially in the finals. Yeah, because you kind of see it when. Uh... You know, Tatum and Brown both scoring 20, 20 some points, and then you guys are still down by like 10, 15. If somebody, if somebody came off the bench and gave you some, uh, some consistent scoring, uh, would have made a, lot, a bigger difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, on the other side, on the other side, we had Golden State. You know, wrapping up their fourth ring for in uh, eight years, pretty much uh, looking like a dynasty right now. I'm very interested to see where they go from here, uh, as far as if they're able to re-sign uh, some of those role players. And then uh, if they're able to get better on the on the youth standpoint, I mean they got some young talent in Moody and uh, Kaminga, as well as Wiseman. So those guys, uh, you're gonna probably see a lot more of those guys come next year and the following years, you know, based off the development. But I'm looking forward to see who else they look to draft because I feel like these guys like Steph and Clay, they're kind of selfless. They're just about winning. I mean, at this point, they really don't care to how to put this. Like they don't they don't care if they they don't. Uh, they don't necessarily need the ball all the time, because they're they just want to win. And uh, I mean, you got your boy Draymond. I mean, he doesn't really need to score; just play defense. So it's not it's not hard to really lose defense rather than uh, scoring as you get older. But it's going to be interesting to see, especially these other teams that are looking to uh, retool up in the West to see how they fare against uh, some of these teams. Yeah, no, I think I think how the Warriors kind of play this out will be interesting. And, and you're right, I think that Steph and Clay have, uh, you know, they've done everything they need to do. Now it's how many how many championships can they stack up? Oh yeah, because if uh, they get another one, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if they can get uh, five or six. Um, even if they get stuck at five, I mean, I mean, I mean, Steph Steph will be tied with uh, Magic, and then. Um, I mean, it's gonna be over for your boy LeBron. I mean, as much as people like LeBron, um, <laughs> it's gonna be a step. It's gonna be a step for world, man. Especially if he gets the five or six, man. It's uh, gonna be. Uh, they're gonna be going crazy. He's talking about him compared to Jordan, which I don't think he's better than Jordan, but I think he's his no. own. He's a, he, he's his own monster himself. But for him to get the five or six in his mid thirties, he'll be thirty five next year. That, that would be a great look because I mean, shooters shooters are able to play longer because they're. Less contact, and for him, he's shooting half court. So, I mean, he's not getting touched too much. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's that, that's allowed him to kind of extend his career is that change in the way that he's shooting the ball. I mean, early in his career, he's trying to you know get to the hoop and and do all that, and uh, you know it took a number on his already beat up ankles, and I, I think since then he's he's kind of just hung back a bit um, and and just bombed away. At a high clip, and then especially if these uh, younger players get better, I mean, we're definitely gonna see his minutes go down. But I mean, the fact that he can come in and score so quickly is gonna be great for him because if he's got other people carrying the team, and then he can come in and give you a quick twenty, whether he's coming off the bench or not, or starting, or you know, sitting the third quarter, or sitting, the, you know, the way the they they know how to you know utilize him as far as getting him rest uh, throughout the game. So it's gonna be great to see. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Hopefully, uh, my Knicks learn from trying to learn from this, but <laughs> it's gonna be a while, man. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we got the NBA draft coming up this Thursday. I mean, let's get right to it. I mean, we got the sports sidebar podcast NBA mock draft 2.0. So with the first pick, I mean, we got the Orlando Magic, you know, looking to rebuild their franchise. Um, I think the Magic going to go Jabari Smith here. 6'10 uh, forward. I mean, one of the top freshmen in uh, college basketball last year. Uh, averaged about 17 a game, eight rebounds, shot about 42% from three. He did disappear at times, but, you know, I hope he can continue that um, and play, play some defense. That's going to be the main thing. You know, the uh, player's ability to play defense is going to be able to allow them to stay on the court longer, mm-hmm. um, especially especially in younger years. 
Because uh, if, you're, if you're willing to guard and you can guard people, there wouldn't be any reason to take you out, especially if you can score and you're uh, talented. So For sure. All right. And number two, Oklahoma City is going to take Paolo Banchero from Duke. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, I think you, you could probably go either Banchero or Holmgren, but I feel like Banchero is uh, kind of a, a little more polished. I think they have a, a lot of younger guys on their team already, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, raw-ish talent. So getting a guy that's more filled out. Uh, you know, he's 6'10", 250 already. He moves well uh, for that size. He can shoot. He can get down low. I think that, like you said, I think he could probably get a little bit better defensively. But, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, we'll see how he looks uh, against NBA talent. Oh, yeah. That's probably definitely. Uh, I like these two guys over Holmgren. But, I mean, what, on my third pick, we got the Houston Rockets. Uh, I think they're going to go Chet Holmgren here. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of look like a... Uh, I want to say like a Yao Ming, but it gives them a inside a bigger inside presence, being that they just traded away Woods to uh, Dallas. So I mean, it'll give them a kind of like the Tracy McGrady Yao Ming uh, combo when they had uh, T Mac and Yao. Uh, they got a uh, Green and they got uh, Holmgren. I think he definitely needs to uh, up a little bit on the skinnier side, seven feet under two hundred pounds, which is frightening. But, you know, if he's if he's strong, I mean, the same thing with Durant. If he's strong, I mean, it wouldn't matter. But, I mean, he's putting up uh, 15 and 10, uh, almost two blocks a game. So probably even more in some games. But, uh, you know, can shoot it from the outside, shot over 30 percent from three. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how especially how he pans out and, and develops. Yeah, he's an interesting one. You know, the, the obviously the NBA, the basketball IQ is there. So it's just, you know, what does he actually turn into? Oh, yeah. All right, number four, Sacramento going Jaden Ivey. Come on, um, Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're hoping, uh, you know, the, the Knicks trade up into the spot to get him, but uh, you know, he's kind of that that um, combo point guard, shooting guard out of Purdue. Had a really good season uh, this past year. Stats are up across the board, three-point shooting, field goal shooting. You know, didn't have a lot of assists, but I think he did a lot of scoring this year. He's He's kind of like that. I don't know, Donovan Mitchell type player, uh, you know, six, six, four, 200 pounds. So he's solid. And yeah, he should, he should be good in the open court. You know, I think that uh, again, defense is, is always a question here, but I think this is a, a solid pick at number four, even though, you know, the Kings trade away Halliburton in the uh, uh, later part of last year. Oh yeah. But this thing kind of confuses me like you with this team. Yeah. Cause they're, they're pretty much drafting the same position every year. And then trading the same position. So, but I, but for me, uh, this this makes me wonder if they're gonna move off of uh, um, Buddy Heald, and then um, if they're gonna do anything with uh, Fox, because I mean they got some young talented wing uh, guards in the in the back and off the bench that they've been drafting the past few years that are kind of sitting and waiting. So, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if we're gonna get to see them or if they move off these guys. So we're gonna have to wait and see what direction they're going. Yeah, absolutely. Then with the fifth pick. We got your Detroit Pistons kind of torn here between these two guards, uh, pretty much around the same same uh, fr- body frame as well, both 6'6". Six, six. Um, but, I mean, one played, one didn't. So, the one that played, I mean, he's got tape. So, I'm going to go with uh, Benedict Mathurin from uh, Arizona. So, 6'6 mm-hmm. uh, six, six guard, average about 18 a game, um, five rebounds. I mean, it'll give them, uh, that'll give uh, Detroit some scoring in that, t- that two position. You know, they just got a point guard last year with the first pick. Um, you know, they got they had power forward. So, I feel like they need some scoring to go along with that, with, you know, with that young squad they have. But, I mean, they also have that the French point guard, too. But maybe they put maybe they move um, Benedict to the three. So, I know I'll w- wait and see because, I mean, he did put up about six rebounds a game and could score. So, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Detroit does at number five as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I know the other guy you're stuck with, but uh, um, we'll, we'll wait on that one. But, yeah, I think I think Benedict is a solid pick at Arizona. Had a really good year on one of the best teams in the country. He can come right in and and, and help that Pistons team who's who's really loaded up uh, in the past couple off seasons with free agents and, and draft picks and and uh, you know they were they were a scrappy team last year. So um, we'll see what kind of jump that they can make. Oh yeah. All right, at six, uh, Indiana is going Keegan Murray. Is that the guy you were looking for, Rich? 
no, 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 not that one. Oh, you, oh, he's someone who didn't play. Never mind. Uh, Keegan Murray out of Iowa. But I do like him though. Yeah, six eight, uh, two thirty, uh, big boy. Uh, really shot the rock well, except for the one game I needed him to shoot well. Yeah, busted uh, on my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other than that, you know, he had a huge jump this year. He went up, uh, scored almost 24 points a game, shot 40% from three and, and 55% from the field overall. So he, he's, uh, he could, he could be like, um, maybe if he, if he can, if he can figure out how to get his own shot a little better, he could turn into like, you know, one of those Jason Tatum type players, mm-hmm. the way he can shoot the ball, uh, and his size can get to the hoop. Uh, I think he's more, you know, focused on getting to the hoop but i think that you know when you get to the nba it's a little bit different than the big 10 so yeah um, i think that if he can fill out a little bit get a little muscle he could be an effective scorer in the nba oh yeah uh he's one of those people i'm looking forward to seeing especially in the summer league to see how uh see how it translate translates i mean he's, he puts up points he rebounds a big big for his size almost nine rebounds a game at six eight mm-hmm. um so i mean because he's a little undersized for the four but i mean see how he if he's able to guard threes how much he's able to move around and um uh, defend some of these uh uh faster nba players and uh match up against the stronger ones so we got Portland at seven. Uh, a coin flip for me. I think Portland. I think Portland goes. Uh, Sheldon Sharp here. The this is the shooting guard from uh, Kentucky. The one that didn't play. Um, he's been climbing up the rankings on the draft boards. Um, I mean, they said this kid has a lot of game, a lot of potential. Um, but that's the thing. We really didn't get to see him play much. But you know, they say he can put the ball on the floor. He can score. So I mean, maybe this is uh, kind of their replacement from um, you know since trading to CJ. So, uh, but that's the thing. I don't know if Dame's gonna be there the whole season either, man. So I mean, they got a lot. They got a lot going on, man. I'm not sure which direction they're going. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think you're right. They're just they, they seem like they're just all over the place. So yeah, I mean I mean I think probably a good pick for them. But I just I don't know what that team's gonna look like in in six months. Oh yeah. Cause that's, that's the thing. They got they they could be in the full rebuild after this pick as well. So we, we got, they got a lot going on. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, number eight to New Orleans. Uh, we're gonna go Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin. Okay. Um, this is a guy that can light it up. I think what he he averaged uh, twenty points a game. You know, for a, a, a Wisconsin team that doesn't really uh, score a lot of points. Um, Shot well from the line, uh, decent from the field. You know, I think it's just one of those guys. He felt he when I when I did watch Wisconsin, he just felt like one of those guys who like when you needed a hoop, he was there. Um, mm-hmm. he, he can score. He can he can he can uh, score off the off the dribble. He can shoot uh, post up and score. He can get to the hoop. I think that he can do a lot. Um, and I think that you know I think he'd be a good uh, mix in there with B.I. And, and, and Zion when Zion signs his big contract to stay in New Orleans, uh, even though you won't like that, Rich. I'm going to be honest, man. Uh, I don't I don't even think the Knicks have enough pieces to trade for him. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like if they if the only way is if somehow the Pelicans took a, a trade of like Mitchell Robertson and um, and uh, Randall for Zion straight up and maybe like another bench player, you know, the uh, Pelicans have. I mean, other than that, uh, you know, I don't really, I really wouldn't want to give up Randall or, um, or Reddish, or, or I don't know, maybe, or maybe they can throw in quickly, but then we still need a point guard, man. So um, we got a lot of work to do, and the hard thing is that we don't really have, um, we haven't been getting like, I want to say, um, the greatest lottery pick, so to say. Um, so we, we've been right there missing out on some good players. And then uh, we haven't we haven't been able to really attract any uh, f- huge free agents like we wanted to. So mm-hmm. the only only way is to either build through the draft or, um, you know, kind of get lucky. Hope that one of these uh, kids, you know, players we draft uh, develops real well, and then I'll go from there. Yeah, I, I think that's that's your only shot there. Then we got the Spurs at nine. I think the Spurs. I think the Spurs here are going to go. Uh, your boy Mark Williams from uh, Duke, a big seven two seven two kid, two fifty. Um, you know, maybe this is their uh, David Robinson coming. You know, solid defender, probably one of the best big men on the arguably one of the best big best big best big men on the board. And uh, he runs rim to rim, so I mean he's athletic. So I mean, no matter who they pick, is good. <laughs> 
you, you know they're going to make the right pick. Uh, they usually do. As long as long as long as they don't build the dynasty again. Yeah, I I just I don't know if they need a big guy. I know Mark Williams is there. Um, I, I think that they. You know, they got some they probably got some issues with DeJounte Murray coming up here. He, he's probably going to want, you know, to get paid or something. They lost Eric White, obviously. Uh, so I, I I guess they'd probably go shooting guard. But, you know, Mark Williams may be too much for them to pass up a um, little bit of, uh, you know, Tim Duncan in, in the in the back of their head. Yeah, I mean, and they also got a pick like um, I think they got two first round picks. They got another pick at 20. So, yeah. Um, so maybe they can grab another guard there. So, yep. No, that, they could absolutely do that. All right. Well, at ten, uh, my pick is gone. So we'll uh, <laughs> let's go with Jeremy. I'll pronounce the last name. Sochan. Sochan. Kid from Baylor. Um, six nine. Power forward. Uh, I think they just need another another you know, bigger body down there in, in Washington to, to go along with Beal uh, and the rest of the crew. Um, I, I don't think they want to, you know, unless they're, unless they're drafting Beal's backup for when he leaves, I, I got to assume that Washington thinks he's going to be there. So, you know, I think they're, they'll try to pair him, uh, pair their lottery pick uh, with Beal here. Yeah. And they gotta, they gotta build for the future just in case uh, Beal leaves. Um, kind of in the same position like uh, the Kings, where they're kind of like in the rebuild, not in the rebuild. So like they're kind of on the brink of making the playoffs, and then still still being a lottery team. Um, yep. Then they got some players. They got some players that are kind of um, the, that they're shopping around. So we don't know if they're really trying to shop them around or you know that they want to keep them. And then they got some players that want to resign because they don't want to miss out on that money, but. Yeah, we we just kind of don't know whether or how what the, or how the organization feels about the team where you know they kind of just want to throw it all away and restart or if they want to you know give it a last run with what they got. Right, right. Yeah, it's 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 tough to it's tough to get a feel on what they on what they're doing. Because I mean, Washington started off hot last year, then cooled the hell off, and you know didn't make the playoffs. So right. Then we got the Knicks at eleven. Man. <laughs> There's a few point guards on the board, but I think it'd be too early to reach for them. Based off the situation with Mitchell Robinson, uh, I think we got to kind of be prepared if he is the market. So I think we go uh, Jalen Dern from. Um, not going, not going a point guard route. No, I, I think the point guard is too early to reach. Um, yeah. The only point guard is like Ty 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 Washington from uh, Kentucky, but I mean he'll go later, like in the twenties probably, and then. Um, there's a, a point guard from Gonzaga, and then um, there was another point guard. Um, yeah, but I think he's like a second round pick. Um, it's, okay. it's not a point. It's not a point guard uh, like no. class. A lot of these guys are like uh, like either like they're pretty much small forwards and above. Most of them. Um, there's yeah. a few guards in there, but it's a lot of forwards and uh, centers in this in this draft class. Mm-hmm. All right. So number twelve, Oklahoma City. Let's go. Uh, Dyson Daniels, international player, uh, played in the G League. Uh, uh, believe he's from yeah, he's from Australia. I know these these are kind of hit or miss uh, hit or miss picks. Uh, he's got good size. He's six six seven six eight, two hundred pounds. So he's got some room to to build there. Shot it shot it okay. You know from field goal for field goal uh, percentage. Uh, 45% average 11 points a game, uh, six rebounds, four assists, four and a half assists. So, you know, I think you can do a little bit of it all. And, and I, I just feel like these guys come out a little bit more polished right off the bat. You know, I don't know what his ceiling is. You know, I think that's, that's always the part that, that is, is tough with the, the, uh, you know, these types of players, but I think that playing in the G league, I think that, um, give him a little, little head start. That's that's the thing. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how these G League players uh pan out. The only one that we yeah. really uh we really got to see was Green, but I mean he was killing it from the jump. So Charlotte at 13. I'm kind of torn with this pick. I mean they got their point guard, they got a small forward. They kind of need some size. Uh, but there's not much size on the board. So I think they're gonna go with Patrick Baldwin Jr. from uh. Wisconsin, Milwaukee, six ten power forward. You know, put up about twelve and six. 
Um, not the best three-point shooter and not really the best rebounder. Um, but, I mean, all all the bigs are pretty much gone. I mean, the other, other big would be, uh, you know, like Walker Kelster from uh, Auburn. But I think they kind of want to run a little faster. So it's going to be interesting to see with this pick as well. I know uh, I'm hearing uh, your boy Mike D'Antoni's uh, interviewing for the, for the head, head coaching job, too. I don't know how this guy keeps uh, getting in, in the limelight since uh, your boy Kittle uh, turned it down, turned the job down. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm with you. I don't know how he keeps getting interviews. I feel like Michael Jordan should be smarter than that, but backed out. So I think now it's uh, to get someone in there. But yeah, I, I you know, they're going to have a lot of holes to fill. They're looking to trade, you know, potentially trade Hayward out, Indiana in return for Turner. So I, I think they're going to have a lot of moving pieces uh, this offseason with new coach. Um, potentially, you know, new style play. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this how this all plays out with the with the lottery pick that they have. There's some other good players out there too, but I, you know, I kind of think they go with the size. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they, if they went like uh, uh, Little or they they went Achi or Griffin from uh, Duke. So, uh, but those those are, those guys are kind of more small forwards, and that's that's the position that um, uh, what's the name uh, Bridges plays. They have somebody else in that spot too, mm-hmm. uh, Washington, uh, PJ Washington. So yep. I, I don't I don't want to uh, clutter up that position, but but they kind of need they they kind of need either like a, a two guard that can score or center, but uh, those those positions are pretty much uh, gone by pretty much now. Yeah. All right, and then our last pick of the evening, Cleveland. Takes- Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, surprised, I'm surprised this this 14 pick was the number one pick. Um, we'll go uh, Jalen Williams from Santa Clara, six six two ten, big uh, shooting guard, um, two three wingman. Played a lot lot uh, big jumps this year in his, in his junior year. Uh, went from 11 and a half points a game to 18 points a game. Four rebound, uh, five rebounds, four assists. Uh, shoots the ball pretty well. Um, up to 40% from three, uh, 50, uh, 51% from the floor overall, uh, 80% from the line. Um, just a big, kind of big, big shooting guard type. Almost reminds me of like a, almost like a Jalen Brown type where he's kind of got a bigger body, um, but still has, you know, a, a smooth shot. Um, he's not as athletic, um, but he, he does have a, a big frame. And I think that he could help, help Cleveland in some secondary scoring. Oh yeah, definitely gives them scoring at that two spot. Um, kind of what they've been missing. Um, I mean, even though they're kind of running a double point guard uh, system, but he's big enough, you know, to play the three if he if he could, because he can play defense. So we're gonna have to wait and see. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they reached and got your boy, um, your boy, uh, your boy's brother, uh, Mobley. Mm. Is he out? Is he out this year? Uh... Yeah. They haven't projected to go like in the late first, so. Oh, okay. Pair him up with his brother again. Yep. But, I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see, man. Uh, they, because they got him falling to Miami at 27, and you know Golden State is right there at 28. So mm-hmm. that's gonna be an interesting pick too, to see who drops. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And then uh, that's our uh, NBA mock draft. Hell yeah. And then outside of that. I mean, we got baseball. Nothing too much. Uh, nothing too much is uh, going on or changed. Yankees are still hot, on pace to uh, have the best record in this, in uh, MLB. Looking at over 100, almost 120 wins uh, if everything plays out. Astros in second, and then the uh, and on the NL side, I mean, the Mets are still in first, and Dodgers are right behind them in second. Bring the most runs. Um, they're you know. Just dominating teams um, uh, on both sides of the ball, you know, one of the best defenses in the league too. So uh, it's been it's been quite the uh, you know the first third of a season here for them. Oh yeah, so I'm interested to see how this all plays out. The All Star votes are starting to come in. As long as they can create some more separation, uh, I mean, for the especially for the Yankees, because uh, right now they're like 12 games up in a division. So if you can double get that to like 20, uh, you put yourself in a great position come playoff time. And then in the uh, NHL, um, I mean, we got the Avalanche. We're up 2-1 on the Lightning. Uh, game four tomorrow. Okay. I was surprised that uh, the Lightning came out. Lightning, well, the Lightning had to win. I mean, they came out swinging last the last game. 
got up early on Avalanche, um, ended up beating them, what was it, like 6-2? to 6-2, yeah. So, uh um, Lightning is one of the teams that can uh, match with the Avalanche are uh, putting out with that fat up, fast offense, um, up and down play. So I'm um, looking forward to us. Uh, like like we said, man, we're gonna have to see who, what uh, what team, what away team can win first. That's gonna that's gonna show where the series starts. Yeah, I think tomorrow is a big a big game for both uh, both teams. If if Colorado can come out and and win, um, just about lock up the uh, uh, Stanley Cup. Uh, heading back to Colorado for Game Five. If, if Tampa Bay can even it out, then it's a it's a three game series for the for the Cup. Mm-hmm. But as I said, two high high scoring offenses, great players on both sides, offense and defense. Um, it's going to be who who can get out early in our first quarter. Yeah, I mean, uh, Colorado came out last night and scored the first goal. Probably should have had two goals uh, early on, um, but then uh, you know Tampa Bay came back and 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 hit hard. So it's going to be great to see. Yep. Uh, and especially looking forward to seeing if uh, the Lightning could three-peat. Um, hasn't been done in a while, so. Nope, not at all. And then uh, on to the uh, PGA. I mean, we had the Open. I want to thank you publicly for uh, giving me uh, the pick of Fitz. I thought he was dead in the water at first. I was like, damn it, JD. I knew <laughs> I should. It's like, I knew I should have bet. Uh, who was up at the time? I forget who was up at the time. Uh, Scheffler. Uh, yeah. On uh, like Sunday, I was like, "Damn, I knew I should have been Scheffler." Uh, Zalatoris, Zalatoris or Scheffler? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Scheffler. I was like, "Damn it, man! I knew I should have been Scheffler." Then boy came out of nowhere, man. I was like, "Oh yeah, how how are you feeling after it, man?" Uh, good. You know, I I think he was he he was due. I mean, the guy puts in a ton of work. He, you know, I think all uh, all all these stories starting to come out about him, but he's uh. He, he works hard at his game. Um, he's not obviously not very big, so he's had to, you know, especially when you get to these longer courses. I mean, he's he's definitely put some distance on in the past past year and a half or so. But you know, he just hit the ball well. Um, he's been hitting the ball well for you know past couple months or so. Um, and and he, uh, you know, he's he's no nonsense. He, he's all he's all about his game, and and uh, he does some funny things, but it doesn't matter to him as long as he's getting it getting it done um, like the cross-handed chipping I, I know people think that's weird but he said you know it works for me it, it helps him keep square through the ball so um but yeah you know I, I it was I was happy to see him win um even even though he's an Englishman it's always good to see kind of those guys that maybe aren't the most talented uh, but but really work hard at, at their game and and uh and you heard it from Rory you heard it from other guys that there's really no one else in the game that works as hard as he does um he kind of joked after uh you know, one one of his uh, one of the one of the golf writers is, is is one of his really good friends, Dan Rappaport, was like he asked him if he wanted a beer and he was like he's like, No, I gotta practice tomorrow. <laughs> Obviously joking, but it was just like that's that's the that's the way that he is. So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't lose faith in him, Rich. he he kinda just hangs back and uh you know, what he did on Sunday, you know, he hit seven seventeen of eighteen greens and, and just, you know, made the putts he needed to make. Oh, I, yeah. I will, I will say though, Will Zalatoris, uh, you know, this is his third runner-up in nine starts in majors. He's got six top tens. The guy uh, is going to win. And once he, I think, once he breaks through, once that kind of um, waterfall will come, and, and he's going to win. He's going to win quite a bit. Uh, you're seeing it with Scotty Scheffler now. I think once these guys kind of break through and get that winning feeling, that, that it's going to change. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh... He came out. He came about the uh, at the woodwork for this win, and I, I hit that uh, hit that parlay bet on. Good, good. I'm glad you listened to my to my pre uh, pre U.S. Open bets. Yeah, we gotta we gotta make that a segment. <laughs> give you <laughs> give out the uh, any uh, major major events well, uh, we'll, picks. We, we got the British Open coming in a couple weeks, so. Oh yeah, definitely gonna be listening for that. that time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so for this week it's a uh, did a cold thai noodle salad um so i like you know I, li- I like the thai flavors um and usually do you know 
something you know with with noodles and a peanut sauce but this one is uh fairly simple um so what you do is uh get your uh water boiling so you can you can get your rice noodles in there get some ground pork cook that all up uh add garlic and then pull your uh your your uh noodles out hit them with some cold water get them you know nice and cold this is kind of what they do in in uh with some of these thai dishes um then add uh uh, some Thai peanut dressing, so you can either make your own um, or just you know buy it pre-made. Uh, in this case, I bought a pre-made just in, in the essence of time. Um, so put basically put the pork, the Thai peanut dressing, cut up some cucumbers, some mint, some basil, crush up some peanuts, and put them all kind of in a bowl, and then you know kind of mix it all up together, and then uh, throw a little bit of that, a little bit more of that dressing on top, and uh, yeah, you got yourself a nice little uh, Thai noodle dish chilled not not you know steaming hot that's interesting i don't think i've really ever had a like cold noodles so to say yeah they're they're not like cold but they're definitely not like you know like you know how you normally get like noodles and they're like obviously you want them want want them to be hot this is a little bit different but it uh it doesn't it i don't know if it adds to the flavor but it's 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 really Mm -hmm. good came out really good you sprinkle a little bit of uh red pepper flakes on top too Oh yeah, that's what that's the way to go. Rapper yeah. place is the way to go. Oh, that definitely sounds good, man. Yeah. Might have to pop out for dinner one day. <laughs> it's quick. Only takes like twenty, thirty minutes and you're done. Those are some of the best meals, the ones that are good, quick to make but also great. Yeah, and and I think uh you know, like t- typically we we'll do tacos and, and tacos are quick and easy and it's always like, Oh, that was that was fast. You don't have to like, you know, start prepping stuff at, you know an hour before and it's sometimes it's nice to just have that quick meal oh yeah especially when it hits, when it hits the spot yeah and then uh what did you guys drink that down with all right so i got the new uh jameson ginger and lime cans I don't okay know if you've seen these come out uh, but basically it's it's supposed to be like a jameson and ginger in a can with a, you know a little bit of lime juice you know how a lot of these places are now coming out with the the pre-mixed drinks and cans yeah um you know, Jack Daniels is doing it. Uh, and, and so Jameson had their version and, uh, it's actually really good. I mean, oh, really? it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely, you know, I think it's only, only it's like 6% or something, six and a half percent. No, it's not bad. Uh, it's like 13 bucks for a four pack. So it's not terrible. And you don't have to, you know, buy the ginger ale and the Jameson. You just get the cans and you're good to go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do it over some ice, so even even if I chill it, I'll still put some some ice in a cup and pour it over. Uh, okay. I actually added a little bit of extra lime in there, and, and you know it's not the same as getting you know a Jameson ginger ale from you know that you would make yourself or a bar or whatever. But I think for as far as mixed drinks goes, I think that this one um, they did a really good job. It's not it's not too sugary. It has that same flavor profile. I thought I, I thought you know again I thought it was just really well done. So. I'd give that, I mean, I'd probably give it like an 8.2. Definitely a good, uh, a good summer drink, Rich. Uh, have it at the barbecue, have it out, uh, you know, while, while you're grilling some food or something. Put out the cooler. Yeah. And then uh, that's these Bites and Brew, everybody. And then this week, not too much for the BRRs. I'm checking out some new shows. You know, we still got the boys, you know, uh, episode five came out last week. The show's just great. I'm kind of upset that I can't just watch it straight through. I got to wait another week to to uh, catch up. Um, you know, hopefully you guys get back on it after you finish uh, the other show you guys switched over to. Yep, yep, we're we're that's definitely on the uh, on the list uh, that we're we're going after. Yep, and then um, checked out First Kill on Netflix. Uh, it's a show about uh, vampires. Um, it's okay, a little cheesy little show. Kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen heard of Vampire Diaries stuff like that along those lines. Uh, does it does have some bad actors in it, but some of them do die, so makes the show a little better. Um, but I mean, overall, you can you kind of tell it was like a it wasn't really like a high budget show. Kind of it's like one of those shows somebody funded themselves. Uh, you know, they got a few actors, paid them, and then they sold it to Netflix. So I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, Netflix can uh, pump some money into it. And get some more, uh, you know, talent on the team. But overall, not a bad show. If you like vampire shows, just think of like I want to say like Twilight, along those lines. But um, 
there's more there's action in it because you know it's vampire hunter and stuff like that so you get a little karate here and there overall not a bad show i'm still checking it out i'm on like episode four or five i'll give you the review once i uh finish wrapping it up nice and then uh checked out hustle on netflix not a bad movie man get probably give it like a seven like a 7.27 out of 10 um Adam Sandler movie. Uh, basically, he's a you know basketball coach or basketball scout trying to be a basketball coach, and then um, you know he's trying to get a player. He's trying to be, get a coaching job, but you know they he can't get the coaching job because they need him as a scout. Um, but you know, so he kind of makes a deal. You know, if he can get if he can find a great player for the team, then you know they'll hire him as a coach. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes through the story of him trying to you know he he finds a player out of the, out of nowhere and uh, gets him into a you know the uh the nba so you kind of see the whole draft process as well kind of you know what uh nba prospects go through as far as the training uh you get to see some of the like different events and stuff they have to do uh like the showcases uh the combine uh so you get to see some of that so it's, it's kind of i want to say almost realistic based of uh a lot of the stuff they're showing. Uh, there's a lot of people in the movie too a lot of nba players are coaches so you know this was supported by the nba Definitely not a bad watch. Um, mm-hmm. Probably something you watch once, and then uh, I don't think you go back to it. But definitely a good watch, though. Okay. Um, the way the way they made it seem, I was like, man, yo, the Celtics could have used this guy, man. Yeah, that's that's what I felt, I felt like people were saying that. I saw a couple like clips where they they you know put him in there. Yeah, because he did get drafted. I think he was drafted on the Celtics. I think now he's on the Nuggets. And then Anthony Edwards was great in it, man. He played he played his part to the T. Um, I feel like that's how the person that he plays in the movie is who he is in real life. Maybe not as harsh um, as you know the guy was in the movie, but um, we've all played against uh, players like that, that trash talk like that. I don't know. Watching that watching that trailer today, I was uh, pretty excited to to catch the ending. I think it's going to be a a heck of a battle between um, you know Hawkins and and Vecna. It, it is kind of funny that it's like you know the whole town versus this one, you know, demon, uh, in the upside down. But, um, you know, Nancy, Nancy looks pretty badass in some of the, uh, the early pictures and, and, um, it must be kind of, you know, interesting to see how, cause they, they obviously can't do without, without 11, um, and how, you know, what the dynamic is between her and Vecna and, and, uh, and how this thing, you know, finally comes to an end. Oh yeah, that's gonna be the main thing to see what, how it ends. Um, just to see if uh, if she's gonna sacrifice herself to uh, to you know close the upside down or you know kill mm-hmm. one, and then just to see if any of the other uh, star characters uh, get uh, finished off um, in this huge battle. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely looking forward to it. It kind of makes me want to just watch everything through. And once, uh, like the final, final, uh, I don't know if it's seven episodes coming out, just watch it straight through just to get the full experience of it. I think it's just two. There's only two episodes? I think so. I think they're two long episodes. Oh, man. I'm about to throw my, t- my phone at the TV, man. <laughs> Let's see. I think, I, I do think it's only two. That's terrible, uh, man. Let's see. Maybe, maybe it's not. Let me see. Where is it? Season four. Yeah, so it's two episodes, an hour and 20 minutes, um, and then two hours and 20 minutes for the last uh, final episode. Oh, man. I I might have to watch it straight through before I watch those. That's disappointing, though. But I hope it's good, though. Yeah, you're still getting almost four hours of content, so. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Yep. Hopefully they don't give us no weird ending. (laughs) I don't think they will. This This is ending one of two ways, Rich. Either either every everybody dies or they or uh you know no probably three ways either um everybody survives or some people die some people survive or they just leave us with a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, but this is the this is the last, they're not this is it for Stranger Things I think right this is the series finale. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe they leave it open for like a uh, spinoff uh, where they get like a remember the stuff we talked about where like they yeah. get a younger. A younger crowd, like a few years later, and uh, you know things start opening up again. And man, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> I mean, they got to man. They got to do something. Let's just end it. End it one way or the other. We're we'll gonna have to wait and see, man. 
Mm-hmm. Got about 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 two weeks before they dropped that. Yeah, next Friday. Yep, and then uh, not too much else. I mean, there's just some other stuff coming out. Anim- Animal Kingdom is back. Came back about two days ago. Didn't check it out yet. I'm probably going to wait to binge it. Then we got Westworld this Sunday on the 26th. Looking forward to seeing that. And then uh, we got Terminal List. That's the uh, Michael Pratt uh, like action pack uh, show on uh, Amazon Prime. Kind of like uh, he's a spy. It kind of looked like a uh, born supremacy type type of deal. Uh, but they had a lot of people in it too, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then also in July, there's like the Challenge USA. I don't know if you watch the Challenge on MTV, no. but they're doing like a universal one on like CBS or Paramount. And then um, they got a Resident Evil show coming in on July 14th um, on Netflix. And then uh, another reality trash TV show is coming back called Love Island in July. Oh yeah. So um, definitely give you something to watch for the summer. Because uh, Love Island comes on like every day. So it'll be like, it'll come on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday. And then I think, uh, but I think like one of the days is like a recap of the week. So pretty much again, like five to six new episodes every week. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you wait a week or two before you start watching it, then it'll, you just binge it straight through. Then uh, August, I mean, they got Netflix announced uh, The Sandman. Then we got The House of Dragon on August 21st. Right before, uh, towards the end of the summer, depending on how this weather is. And then uh, there's also the Mike Tyson show, uh, his limited series coming out August 25th. I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. <laughs> I did I did hear about that. I hope they did it justice, man. Well, I, I kind of know the story, but I think it'll be good to uh, to see it. Like those limited series about like, I don't want to say documentaries, but of people's stories. Like the OJ one, who was the other guy? Uh the designer guy. Uh, 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 Ar- uh, Armani? Yeah, the Armani one, that one was good. So, I mean, they were doing a good job of those. I mean, if they do a uh, one of those jobs on this, uh, it's going to be a great little limited series. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't got anything else. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out, being on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.